them and love them already. Um, Rob Hodum is here, and Gloria is here with us, and um, they are here because this morning our topic is dating and singleness. Now, if you're not single or if you're not dating in the room, I don't want you to just blow this off because at one point we have all been single. Many of us at some point have been dating. Some of you are in that place right now, single or maybe dating. Some of us who are married know friends who maybe are in the middle of singleness or in the middle of dating. And we all need to hear this word because as we've talked about before, as God has designed each of these relationships, it helps us understand part of who he is and part of how he is designed for all of us to live. So uh, this morning, they are here and they have sacrificed themselves and said, I'm willing to talk to you um, for at least a few minutes. So maybe if we could start, if both of y'all could just describe the season of life that you're in and um, why you're in it. Hello. Let's make sure it works. Uh, My name is Rob, and uh, I've been coming to ICC for about two years now. And um, I grew up in Memphis, and when I was six years old, I did accept Jesus uh, as my Savior. Um, I did have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. But also, I was aware at a very early age that I was not physically attracted um, to women. Um, I've always had a physical attraction to men, and... uh, even though that's something that I struggled with, with faith and also sexuality. And when I went into college, uh, you know, basically I lived, I was openly gay for like 30 years, even after I got out of college. Um, and, uh, I didn't pursue, uh, really a relationship with God. There were some times where I went to church. Um, there are a lot of churches that are accepting of people who are homosexual in that lifestyle. And, uh, I would go sometimes, but I never really was satisfied with that. So basically, I just didn't go. And about three years ago, um, I had a series of traumatic events in my life. And even though I basically had given up on God and faith, I don't think he ever gave up on me. Um, I got very sick, um, and ha- I, was, I was on a trip. And um, I got put in the hospital, and I had a pulmonary embolism. And I know we've got a lot of medical people in here, and you know how serious that, that can be uh, to have something like that happen to you. And I realized, I got really scared when I was in the hospital, and um, I, just, I just reached out to God at that point, and I said, you know, I, I, I'm scared, and I don't want to, I, I know I need to change, but I didn't know how I was going to do it. So um, I, I was in the hospital for six days, and I was released on um, Sunday, September the 25th, 2011. And in the chapel of the Inova Hospital in Alexandria, Virginia, before I left, I rededicated my life to the Lord. I went in, there was a, there was a Bible out there, and I said, God, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I, I have a lot of questions, but I'm committed to seeking you in my life. I want to put you first, and I really want to make a genuine effort to deal with the things that I'm going through. Um, I went back to the, the next day to the place where I was living, um, and... Uh, the reason that I am single is because, you know, I still do not have a physical attraction to women. I don't know that I ever will. But I decided to elevate God's word as being the total truth, you know, for me. And so in looking at that, as far as like what were my options, uh, to me, the option that I have is to, to be single. Uh, because there's nowhere in, in the scripture, uh, I'm almost all the way through the Bible uh, that I've been reading the last three years. I haven't found anywhere where it condones 
same-sex relationships. And there are several places in the Old and New Testament where it condemns it. So in order to be in God's will, uh, I've decided to live a single life. Amen. Gloria? Hi. It's on. Okay. Um, My name is Gloria. Um, As probably several of you know, um, I've been dating John (laughs) for the uh, past year. We actually just celebrated our one-year anniversary on Friday, so time flies. And... um, that's crazy. Uh, I know, I know. It feels like just yesterday we started yeah. dating, but yeah. Um, so um, we met at um, the ICC Christmas party. Um, I remember that was the first time I'd ever seen John. And um, I was just like, who is this guy? And um, we just kind of talked the whole night. And then um, I think like the best thing could have happened was that we just like became friends first. Um, and honestly, it was because I think just God's timing and protection in terms of um, my dating life. And um, when I met John, I was in the middle of what I'd call like my dating sabbatical. I, I decided to actively just take a year off and be single. Um, I just felt like I was having a lot of issues with, um, you know, what a relationship was meaning to me. Like, um, I think I was more looking for just self-validation, um, wanting approval of society, and just kind of going about it in um, a very sinful way. And I decided to just, like, take a year off and just not date anybody and really just, you know, like, learn to be by myself, learn to love myself. And then through that process, God really came in, and it, it turned more into, like, really building a relationship and a foundation with God. Um, and so when I met John, um, I was about six months into my dating break and, and I was very grateful just for God's timing and protection because I know at that point I was not ready to be dating. Um, I just knew it in my heart. Um, and so we were able to become just good, honest friends and, uh, just get to know each other without the romantic pressures that come with dating. And, um, it was funny because I'd been praying to God about, you know, like, who is going to be this guy that will, like, kind of bring me back into the dating world and, you know, like, just praying every day, like, for that guy and, and who he would be. Um, and I've, like, it was funny, like, the month that we started dating, like, a, like probably a week before, I kind of felt like God was saying, like, you know, it, it's time. Like, you, you, you can handle this, and I'm going to be there with you. And so we started dating and, um, and it, was, it was very different from any other relationship I'd ever had because I'd dated Christian guys before, um, and I'd dated non-Christian guys before. And, um, and I think because of the foundation that I had built when I was single and going into the relationship, like, I just, I knew my identity was not in John. Um, as much as I love him, like, my identity was not in him. Like, my identity was in Christ. So, um that's kind of the season that I've entered into is just like learning to be with a guy, but like not have him define like who I am as a person. Like, you know, if we have disagreements or whatever, like I don't try to take it as like a slight on me. Like I, we always like try to pray to God and, and really incorporate God into our relationship very actively. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Rob, I, so some people look at singleness and think, that's absolutely the worst, you know, possible life I could think of. Some people look at singleness and they think that could, that's that's the best. Um, what have you found? What are the unique 
challenges, the unique opportunities of singleness, which you're saying, you know, you've chosen and you've lived. And what do you think, what are the unique things that God's doing in your life through this choice? Um, to me, the unique thing about it for me is, is that I know that I can live this life and um, that I'm in God's will because my priorities changed three years ago. Before that, you know, I was looking at, you know, the next relationship or the next experience or the next website that I went to. You know, I, I, was, I was heavily involved in the pornography. Um, but, you know, after I decided that I was going to seek the Lord, my focus changed. And I realized that I didn't have a sexuality problem. The problem that I had was a wisdom problem. And what I mean by that is, you know, Proverbs 4, 6, and 7 says wisdom is the principal thing. And all you're getting, get understanding. And what I, what I believe that means is, is that the wisdom of God is what it's talking about. It's not talking about something that you gain necessarily through experience or reading a book. The wisdom of God is the key. And the wisdom of God is what is evil and what is good. What's the right choice and what's the wrong choice? What's the right timing? What's the wrong timing? Um, Proverbs 4.12 says there's a way that seems right to men, but that road leads to death. But Proverbs 3.5 says that if you trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean to your own understanding, but you'll acknowledge him in what you do, he will direct your path. So for me, um, the choice that I have made, I know the reason that I have uh, happiness with it and contentment with it it's because I, I, I know that I'm truly in God's will. And, and basically what some of the things that I've learned is, is that I have to seek God on a daily basis. I mean, I, I've gone basically from some addictions that were leading me down a road of destruction, and now I'm addicted to Jesus. And I, I have read the Bible every day um, since September 20, when I got home, September the 26th, 2011. I, and I prayed every day and it's kind of a, it's, it's changed, you know, before now I actually, I like have a worship time, you know, when I do it, um, Psalms 100 says, make a joyful noise to the Lord. All ye lands come into his presence with singing into his gates with thanksgiving and into his course with praise. So when I have my quiet time, I start off by singing. Um, that's not something that I've always done, but I, I do have a time where I, I actually worship the Lord every day. Um, your time, everybody's time, it, it's a seed, and you reap what you sow. And uh, I found that as I have sown the seed of time in my life and that I've, I've actually sought God on a daily basis, he has enabled me and given me favor so that I can live a sanctified and separated life, which, you know, four years ago, I mean, there were, I, mean I couldn't have imagined, you know, being, being celibate and not, you know, dating people. I couldn't have even imagined that. But as I have devoted time to the scripture, used resources available to me, such as church, um, being in small groups, um, and actually devoting time to the Lord, and actually not only reading the word, but then as as I come across something, you know, if if I don't think that I can do it, I say, okay, God, you know, you're going to help me with this. Please help me with this. You know, Jesus didn't want to go on the cross. That wasn't, I mean, he, he got down in the garden and he said, but not my will, but your will be done. And that's what I've had to do in my own life is just humble myself and say, God, I can't do this. Only you can do it. Only you can do it for me. 
I'm morally bankrupt. I'm spiritually poor, just like in the Beatitudes. But the poor in spirit are the ones that will inherit the kingdom of heaven. Amen? Amen. The poor in spirit. And the ones who mourn in this life are going to be the ones that are comforted. Not the people who think that they're righteous. See, there's a lot of people who think that they are. And I had to, I had to give that up and say, okay, not what I want to do. God, you show me what you want to do. And I've done that by devoting time, getting involved in a church for the first time in 30 years. I got involved in a small church in the town where I lived before I came here and went in small groups. And it was really, it was hard, you know, and I was very open with them. And I said, you know, I have, I have issues with sexuality, but they were godly men and they accepted me. And, uh, we were doing a study of Romans and it really helped me a lot. So, uh, to me, it's using the resources that I, that God will make available to you. And, uh, Things that are impossible with men are impossible with God. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Gloria, so one question I've got for you about dating. So you mentioned, um, you know, past dating experience and current dating experience. And many of us know we baptized you recently and you testified to God doing radical things in your life, you know, here in Memphis. And it's just been awesome to see you seek God with all your heart. Um, There are people in the room who, who, may have similar experience or they may be dating uh, people who may not be seeking God like they are, how would you talk to them and, and what differences would you say, you know, are in your current relationship? Because I know both you and John have just a real passion for God versus ones where it really wasn't a priority. Right. I mean, I think um, for that, it, um, and, and in the changes that I've seen over my relationships in the past, um, you know, 10 years that I've dated, um, I think I realized that it first really starts with me and just, you know, waiting for the guy that is also like actively seeking God. Cause I've dated Christians before and they're not as, um, like if they're not like eager to experience the Lord, then it's, it's hard. And then a lot of times you kind of get pulled down by it. Um, cause you're like, Oh, well, you know, maybe like, I like the guy, like he's cute. Um, <laughs> and, um, and I think for us, um, like, I, I know it like first started with like me getting a good foundation with God. And, and then, um, when we started dating, um, we just would pray all the time. Um, and, um, we would, um, just take everything that we had to the Lord. And like, if we ever had disagreements or anything, like we knew, first and foremost, that, like, our relationship was, like, based in God. Like, if it wasn't for God, like, we probably wouldn't be able to, like, make it work just because we're both sinful people and, like, we need God. Um, And so I feel like um, just, you know, really having, um, you know, time of worship together, but also, like, apart and really continuing to just strive for that, relationship, um, individually with the Lord. Um, because I found that the more that I cling to God personally, like the more I love John and the more he means to me just because I get perspective. I, and I understand, you know, what really matters in life. And, you know, like we said, uh, last week, you know, your spouse is not a good God and neither is your boyfriend. (laughs) And, um, and that's one thing. Sorry, John. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Um, and neither is your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Um, and so I think that's probably just been 
the biggest change, especially since um, you know getting baptized, really trying to take a more active role in my religion and and seeking God just with all of my heart, is that I find that the more I seek God, I get more perspective on what matters in life, and then um, from there, like my I feel like our relationship just blossoms more and more every day, and and it's um, it's just all because of God. That's awesome. I want to thank y'all both for sharing. Uh, your your testimony and your willingness to be honest with us and just share about where you are has been a great encouragement and help. And y'all thank them for us.